Hey friends, it's Pat here. Make sure to stay till the very end of the episode for an exclusive listen to Rookie of the Year's unreleased track, Fake Friends. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. Matt Reed, he's at a, a card convention, Pokemon and all that cool. I mean, it's cool, but I mean, Pokemon's pretty rad. I like Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> but we got Ryan from the North Carolina band Rookie of the Year. Oh, so stoked to be uh, chatting. We've had a little bit of an adventure getting to this point, but we made it. <laughs> How you doing, Ryan? Good, man. Just getting ready, gearing up for a tour. We leave on, uh, we leave this weekend, so. Yeah. Are you a Pokemon person? I'm not, but my buddies that I play Call of Duty with, there's a new game on uh, that just came out, and I forgot the name of it, but it's like Pokemon meets Ark. Do you know what I'm talking okay. about? I don't. The new game that just came out this week, the beta's out, and everybody's flipping out about it. But they say it's like Pokemon, and I played it the other night. It was actually really fun. And every time I would do a part, they'd be like, that's the Pokemon part. It's like Pokemon. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, nice. I The only Pokemon I really still do is I, I play with my son from time to time. Like, he wanted to learn how to play the card game, like the, you know, actual Pokemon. and uh, game. Yeah, it's fun, and we uh, you know, we have a few, we have some cards. I kick his butt most of the time, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm older. I can afford those good cards. Our our merch guy that tours of us is a he has some of those expensive crazy cards from back in the day, and he'll talk about it. I'll be like, I don't know what he's talking about, so I'll be like, Oh, cool, man. I was more <laughs> a baseball card. I collected baseball cards, so. I did too, and I actually still have my entire collection. My dad saved it. I'm right in your boat. I have my whole collection. My Diamond Kings, I got the whole nine yards. My dad saved everything I did. They're all in sleeves. They're they're at my dad's house. You know? Isn't it awesome that they, they're not worth shit? <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, the early 2000s, they like went up, and then now they just all kind of just like... It's like... Well, they were, they were so mass-produced that like just... I watched actually a documentary about it. <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but I found it and I was like, I'm going to check this out. And yeah, um, anything made in like the 80s and 90s is just nothing, worth nothing. Yeah, I want to say that Diamond King set of, I forgot what year it was, was worth like five, six hundred bucks if you had all of them and they were in mint. Now, no. now it's like 45 bucks. <laughs> it's still better than nothing though. If you can find someone to buy it. Yeah, true, true. So you were actually just saying that you're gearing up for tour, you're getting ready to head out. Cause we're we're going to hang out next week. We're going to be at a very emo Valentine's Music Fest along with Color Fred, who you're on tour with, uh, yeah. Social Order, and a slew of our unsigned pop punk pals. How did you uh, how'd you get involved with the event? Um, I did shows last year. So right when our band became a band again, 
we started doing shows with a guy named Ryan that's part of the whole situation. Okay. Um, it was Corpus with him, and we did um, a few other events, and they were all, like, killer. He's a good buddy. He actually flew out and came out with us and did merch for a little bit. So I became friends with him, and then he's like, hey, there's a show going on. Um, Fred's Fred's on it, and I was on tour with Fred when I got the text. And I was like, wait, you're on a thing in Texas? My whole family's from Denton, Texas. So I was like, okay, I want to go do this. So I texted Fred. Or I actually, I think I just talked to Fred and then he was like, Hey, yeah, I'm going down there during this time. And I was like, cool. So I like did a few texts and then, you know, by three or four days later, I, I got on the shows and then I booked, I actually booked all our shows on the way out there on the way back to just make it a little easier and make it fun. So, well, yeah. and you know, cost effective, it's quite a haul to get yeah. out there. Yeah. I think, and, you're, uh, I think you're driving farther than me. <laughs> right. But I'm just, I'm just coming for hangs, man. I'm just It'll like, be a fun show. And you have Kellen Quinn there. It's going to be dope. Yeah. It'll, It'll be, be super fun. dope. And there's also, um, are you performing the, 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 like the day before the pre-show as well? I'm not. I do. Um, I was going to do Corpus pre-show, but then we're doing an emo night, I think in Jackson, Mississippi. Us okay. and Fred are playing that. And it was just made the drive a little bit easier instead of like sure. 17 hours. Just <laughs> Um, right. so I we toured rookie toured with um, we opened and they opened we did co-op switch back and forth with Social Order last year, which is the guys from Metro Station and they are they're amazing. Nice, and they're so good live. I'm You'll, excited to see it. I really love their set. It's really good. I'm ex it's, I'm excited to check it out. 100 still have it. It's like pretty awesome. Oh boy, I think my dog's going for the Barkins again. We'll uh, see. She's limping along. She likes to limp. It's like this weird thing that she does when she wants something because she's does it. She's not hurt because she only does it when she wants something. Like she wants you to feel bad for her. And because like I've tested, we've taken her to a vet and stuff. And they're like, nothing's wrong. I'm like, the why? Why does she do this? Like attention. I'm like, that's awesome. I that's, I su I support this. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. And she only does it like I'm not paying attention to her right now. She's been sitting there staring at me and I'm not paying attention to her. So and then she just like started limping away. She's not been limping at all before that. Oh. Yeah. She wants it's, some, she wants some, um, some love. Yeah. She just, she's, she's a dramatic little girl. <laughs> That's okay. She's, I, I recently fun. just, uh, I got it for my birthday, uh, like four months ago, I, I got a cat. She's, yeah, she runs up next to me. I'll pick her up and show you. Nice. Um, what kind of cat? She's a Bombay black cat. Um, oh. All black Bombay. Her name's Willow. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So I actually like one of my one of my best friends also has a black cat named Willow. Really? That's yeah. Is yours is yours because of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> no, I um before Willow, I had a cat named Thirteen. Was which, oh. which had as well and he passed but my original um cool story actually i was gonna name him willow but when i got his birth certificate because he was a um i got him at the pound or whatever the a kennel um he was already four he was born on my birthday august oh. 13th. that's cool 13th august the 13th what so i called him 13 and then now the new one 
um i called her willow because that was the original name i was gonna do for 13 so i like it well i mean it was fate the, it, was, that, it was all fate it was all fate that one had to be named <laughs> 13 had to uh, so you you also just released uh your the december ep um so with with songs my december and a cover of december by neck deep uh back last year on december 1st along with four other releases over the last year, how's the response been for the new music? Um, It's been good. Um, our first single we released was with Bradley Walden from Emerosa. That song did really, really well. Then we did a song with uh, Matthew, uh, Matt, Matt Thiessen uh, from yeah. Real Day, and we rushed it really quick to get it out because I think we had a tour coming up, and it was like, hey, we have a new song. And we didn't do all the, like, the back promo and the weeks of pushing and i felt like that song didn't get what it should have got but it'll be on the new album and, and the album version is different than the single version so um so it'll come out again it'll be okay <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but those those two songs are the only oh and we did stupid song as well which was just a song that i did that song with matt malpass he did like the last blink 182 album and mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff he's all over the place the last 311 record he did the last not the last corn record, but the corn record before that. Um, he did the, a lot of the MGK uh, pop punk album. Um, he he did the song "Stupid Song," and that was just fun because that we actually did that song during uh, COVID, mm -hmm. and he had a t just a little time period where he had no nobody in, so he was like, "Hey, if you want to come in, and you have three days, you can come in and do a song or two. We ended up doing two songs. Um, and one one of those songs was a stupid song that was released, and that came out awesome. And that was just cool to work with him because he did our old albums. He did like the Good Night Moon. He did Since I Left Your World EP. He did Sweet Attention. He did um, the most beautiful album that you can't find anywhere. Um, he did all those albums, so it was just cool to go back and work with a producer that you've all, you know, like. He's like a homie. He's like a brother to me. So we we grew, we grew up playing in bands and stuff. So it's it's always been cool. That's awesome. That's like. I mean, and to be attached to like some of those names, like you know, Corn, Three Eleven. I mean, that's cool too. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, he knows what he's doing, and he's got yeah. that because he's killing it. So, um, it was just cool to be like, "Hey, we're doing some more songs together." So that that <laughs> meant a lot to me. Just to yeah, and him to let me do it. His manager is a good uh, Matt Holmes is a good buddy, um, and helps manage Matt. I think still. Um, so it's just cool to get, see those guys. I mean, I, I wouldn't even have to record anything. I just like hanging out with them. So it was a fun time. <laughs> it's, it's just super exciting when you, you know, you grow up with people, you work with people throughout the years and then getting to see like their growth and all your friends like grow. That's even like the whole kind of the point to where this podcast name came from was like, just it's being able to see like your friends grow and like succeed and all that stuff. And it's, it's awesome to be able to see your friends. Do Absolutely. That. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, but, it's, and for them to still acknowledge, cause like rookie hasn't really done anything in a while. So, I mean, it's been over a decade since I released the album and this year, finally we're going to get a new album. So, I mean, it's just cool for them to come out of the, out of the dark and be like, yo, let's do a song. You know, and I was like, all right. Yeah, of course. And like, you know, people that you were friends with and, and you know, where when sometimes like when people grow, they they forget about their friends, you know, that they used to have and they, where they came from. And that happens a lot. And so it's really awesome 
and it's fucking awesome to hear like that people like Matt and you know that they didn't do that that they still remember all their friends and and where they came from and like I love the community of like pop punk and emo this whole scene is a really like positive community for the most part no absolutely 100% like, like they co comparatively speaking it, it like it wasn't always that way <laughs> but it is right now it's a it's a really supportive scene yeah it's cool Every, everybody got a little wiser and older and now everybody helps each other out so it, i feel like it's that's why i always go to furnace fest because when i go yes. to furnace fest, i feel like i feel like it's everybody that i was buddies with i don't even know who they are i'm just like you're awesome you know you're watching <laughs> the band you're singing along you like look over like yeah singing like singing songs to like further seems forever or or may or or any kind of band that you like grew up that you were passionate about it's like mm -hmm. it's awesome like it's, it's fun hell yeah absolutely and speaking of like your new album i did get a chance to listen to three of the unreleased tracks Woo! for the new album fake friends uh i heard it when the rain fell and can you feel it and all three are fantastic nice. all in their own way uh Fake Friends, you know, being a fun, up-tempo song with a theme that really everyone has gone through uh, in, in life. <laughs> uh, where's, was there a moment in particular that sparked the idea for that song? Um, a little bit. I mean, I, I've dealt with that over 10 times with people. Um, <laughs> especially after, like, the OG Rookie Crew came and left. Like, we did solid, what, six and a half, almost seven years together, and then it was done. So I have I have people that come in, not to join the band, but they'll come in and, like, be a part of my band and stuff. And, like, I've had some people not bow out in a bad way, but I was disappointed in the way it ended or something like that. We're just like, what? Are you kidding me? Um, mm -hmm. Stuff like that's just – it doesn't really affect me but it bummed me out for them just to see that happen so yeah it was like a little touch of that um and i think it, it, not even in bands i mean everybody has friends that you thought you could rely on and you found out you couldn't rely on them i mean i think everybody has that if you don't god bless you but i mean like um yeah i feel like everybody's gone through that so i just wanted to write a song kind of like that and at the same time you can kind of poke at them as well because i mean that song's kind of all over the place it's kind of like not making fun of them but it's kind of like oh yeah it's cool whatever i know you're a fake friend let's let's do it anyway so i mean um, it's it uh, as the even the song says it's like it's cool to it, it's kind of cool in a way you're like well i'm we still did this that's it, cool you know right. absolutely and i'll never regret doing it but at the same time yeah it's over it's cool Thanks. Yes, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I I never tried to hold a grudge on anybody, anybody ever. Um, so it was kind of like a way to get that out of my the way yeah. in a way in a song. So yeah, totally. And uh, I really also loved the like the big anthemic feel of "Can You Feel It," like those those big whoa chants and stuff. So, like I I can like hear like a crowd doing that back like uh, that's probably one of my favorite parts of all three of the songs is is wow. that like it's just big yeah that's that song that was the first song i recorded for the album was that okay. no one's heard it yet um that was the first song I, I recorded that song with dave elkins 
uh, of May. Um, okay. So, and uh, I thought that song came out really cool. It's it kind of has like throwback vibes to the Goodnight Moon, I think a little bit in there. Um, the way it was just um, produced. Um, I feel like there's like four or five songs on the album. Uh, I think the album's gonna be like 13, 14 songs, but I think there's like four or five songs that are really Good Night Moon vibes. Then you have like songs that are like outside of our, of our box and then some harder songs, I think maybe that are that are cool or I don't know. And then there's like uh, uh, quite a few songs on the new album that are uh, like the new, per you know how there's like that new production that you hear in songs that are just like, oh, that's that new stuff. Yeah. I did songs like that just to like to fit in. <laughs> so, well it's fun to try things yeah it was fun it was a blast it was it was a different experience i'm always used to doing everything i like everything dry and using all real instruments so it was like cool to, to go out of that box a little bit so yeah so are all of the songs that you released over like the past year are all of those going to be on the new album or did just some of them um, make yeah i think fast car that's out now is on the album, giving up now with um, Bradley from Emerosa's on the new album, and stupid songs kind of like a fifty fifty right now because I mean there's so many songs we did like twenty four tracks right now and there's oh, stuff wow. really to go so you know like when you finish a song sometimes you're like oh this song's awesome but then you got to remember it, you like it because it's brand new and it's like all fresh so I'll sit back and like really like decide what, like what's going on but lots of features like thirteen features. It's awesome. That's exciting. That's exciting. Super exciting. What, Super excited about that. When um, can people expect to maybe get to hear the album? When When's it looking like it may come out? So originally we had March as our end of March. Um, it may be a June June release, maybe a July, right, right when summer's about to hit. All right. Uh, maybe do, it'll come out this year, but we're just trying to figure it all out right now. Sure. Um, our management, our team, whatever, was like, hey, if you uh, release a song on Spotify, I don't know all the Spotify stuff because I haven't released stuff in a decade. So, like, they're like, yeah. release something on Spotify has to be like uploaded at least like 30 days prior. I'm like, oh, okay. So, let's have a um, call tomorrow and figure all this out because we got to get everything <laughs> up and, and whatnot. So, a lot of the artwork's done. Um, everything's done. I, I just got to make sure everything's like, good because we'll do, we'll do vinyl for the new album and all that stuff so that's a process to make sure yeah vinyl's a huge process right now too um, I'll probably when when we're done and i have like the 17 tracks out of probably 14 that we'll use i'll probably send that link to 10 trusted friends like in bands or something and be like all right what's on it what's off and i'll <laughs> write up check them off and like see which ones I've done that with every album I've ever done. So, I mean, I'll probably do that and then get a idea of what the single will be. And then we'll, we've already shot two music videos are already done. We did one song with uh, the R&B artist Chantel. Do you remember nice. That? Yeah. And it came out, it's, it's so emo song and she sang it and it's awesome. So she does that song impossible and t-shirt, which was like, I think the number five song of all time on MySpace. Um, nice. <laughs> so crazy. So we got her on a track and it came out really awesome. And that's like, that's a good ballady kind of song with the full orchestra and stuff. Um, I'll send that, I'll send that to you later. If you want to hear yeah. it. <laughs> I, I'm excited for that. That's awesome. Not really cool. Well, I'm really proud of that one. Hell yeah. So see, I'll probably do what I said, like send the album to like 10 people, even like people that, 
probably played for me in the past. Be like, hey, what's 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 the jams? Like, what, what we're doing? What are we doing? And I always yeah, you got to like, get you got to get opinions from all over the place. You know, you need you need you know some like big wig type people. You know, it, and then you got to get friends. You got to get some normies that are just normal listeners. You, you got to get you got to get a good feel. You do like four in each category. Yeah. Then at the end you put it all together and then you have some cool info and then you're like, all okay. right, got a plan. And if, it, and if it all matches up, you know what you got. It all matches up. It's great. I will say this: it all matched up for our album "Sweet Attention," and that record didn't do as well as we thought it was. Going. <laughs> oh, well, well, if it all matches up, scrap it. Scrap it all. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good no matter what. So I'm excited. Hell yeah. Um, so you, you formed Rookie, uh, back in the early 2000s. How, how would you say your music has changed over the years? I mean, I kind of still listen to all that stuff still. I still listen to, there's probably like 10 albums I listen to when I'm busy doing stuff still. I still check out new stuff. Um, a lot of people like sent me a, what's that band? Uh, New Atlantic or whatever. I thought they were really cool. They're like New Stand Atlantic. Stand Atlantic was it Stand Atlantic or New Atlantic? Maybe Stand Atlantic. It's like three guys. Oh no, no! Stand Atlantic has the female vocalist. Oh no, no, no! It's like I think it's New Atlantic. Um, if you haven't heard <laughs> them, they're cool. They're from like Australia. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I pro I might have heard it. I, I, I listened to like, like. 50 new bands a week basically so it's pretty it's hard to remember a lot of times they're 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 a dope band definitely oh, yeah. i'll have to check it out yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of the same way and it sounds like even you know looking listening through the catalog and stuff your your sound has always just been you you know you you're like you have your own distinct sound rookie just sounds like rookie of the year i, I feel like that's the thing because we always add acoustic even if the song's heavy we try to put acoustic in every song yes mm -hmm. uh, um i tried to from the og albums i i wrote a lot of those parts i didn't play those parts but i would like do a, i would do it and then our guitar player then was probably the best guitar player still to this day that i've ever <laughs> and probably out in the world uh mike would uh, take it and then run off it and make it his own little cup of tea and like perform it way better than I was thinking. So like that was always cool for those first three albums, the two full links and the EP. Um, so that was, that was exciting. Um, I feel like um, the new album, we, we hit a lot of that, but it's a little different, I would say at the end of the day. I don't know. Um some of the songs, for sure, I could be like, this This could have been on this one, this one, this one. This could be like <laughs> old albums. But some of them are like, this would have never been on any of our stuff ever. <laughs> so, Well, yeah, that's that's the growth. That's the growth part. Yeah, so I feel I feel like we hit that. I feel like, yeah. And I feel like that that's definitely like a thing with Rookie when people talk about Rookie. It's like, oh, you had like the cool, like gritty guitar and then you had the cool lead guitar that would play octave notes here and there and then you had the acoustic that would just play everything straight i was like yeah that's that's the formula i guess 
And then, that, and then lots of harmonies. I, I love doing harmonies. And I don't yeah. do stuff in harmonies. I'll do stuff that flows into the harmony or the main melody a little bit, but it'll go off a little bit. Um, so it will double some parts, but not. Like, I'm, like, kind of all over the place when I do stuff like that. But um, That's secret sauce, though. Yeah, that, that, that gets that sound. So <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you, uh, funny, you brought up MySpace. Um everybody we we love myspace that's a that's myspace was was the best but rookie was in the heyday of myspace when you're when you're going hard at it could you tell our listeners a little bit about what myspace was to artists back then i mean it was it was myspace and pure volume were like so friendly to bands yeah i mean blew every band up and if you got lucky enough for myspace and got the front i mean that took your band to six levels above where you were we got lucky we got the front twice i think maybe three times um and every time you know each day you're doing a million plays and all these new fans i think when myspace died we were at six million followers on that it was wild it was it definitely helped out bands and even bands that i'm still friends with today that are not bands anymore, but I'm still friends with the guys in the bands. I mean, like it helped out like local bands that would be like a small little band from like, for instance, we grew up in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and there would be bands from like Rayford, North Carolina, which is like Fayetteville's already a small town. Yeah. They'd be from Rayford and they would get on some kind of little, you know how they do those playlists sometimes for MySpace mm -hmm. and Pipeline? Uh, you would get like the little front feature. I mean, they would kill it. And they were like, they were only a band for like three years, but they would kill it. And like get on a good tour just because I mean it was like such a like it just helped out everybody a lot. It, it was sad to see that go. Um, yeah. It, is there even a platform that even does that anymore? Besides Instagram does it if you want to play put a song of your your choice like in your story or like on yeah, your kind of kind of the same thing if you think about it, but kind of. There's there's been no social media that has ever like even come close to doing what MySpace did. Like yeah. like Facebook for some reason took over, even though it was like a hundred times worse. It was garbage compared to MySpace. This, uh it's almost all I, Go ahead. I was just saying in almost all categories it was worse. I would love you know what I would love and I think they should do it and I probably never thought about it. If you use a band song on your Instagram, like for instance, like you're driving and you put on like, I don't know, um, like POD, like on your story. If you click the song, it gives you an option to go to their Instagram page. How yeah. could that be? That'd be so dope. I mean, and that's that, that's pretty much what MySpace did, you know, and you like you could and you were able to like customize your entire page with barely any html knowledge you had to learn it of course but like you didn't have to do a whole lot to completely customize your whole self right no i agree yeah i think stuff like that i mean because the meta is now on facebook so they could link those i think pretty easy now where it would just give you the option like check out artist page and you link it with your Facebook or with your Spotify artist account. And then it would just go straight there. I think that would help out so many artists. Uh, it would be a game changer, but it, it's like, but it would it's be like nowadays. Oh, I was just saying, it's like nowadays they don't want to do that though. They want 
everything completely separate. Yeah, there's so many different rules, and everybody owns certain parts of everything. I don't know how I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I think that's <laughs> how it works. But yeah, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how all that goes. Um, but yeah, it seems that's that's the case. So. <laughs> I know it's wild. Um, after having been on different record labels as well as being an independent artist. What would you say are some of the biggest differences? Um, the one eleven days we were on that for like a decade. So yeah. we were on that, and then we moved to Future Destination. Then we did iBot Records. Um, it was it's cool having a label because it makes it, it relieves stress. Sure, but it, like being on Warner Chapel and one eleven was a sub of Warner. It was like you had to hit this quota. Like we never made any money on those labels, even though like the Goodnight Moon record sold a ton of copies, and Sweet Attention, even though that record bombed, still sold today to anybody that you would say numbers to. Be like, what? You know? So I mean, like, um, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like now, like being older and not being like a van in the van and playing a show, three hundred days out of the year, um. I feel like now doing it without a label, but if you have a little bit of funds or if you can get a backer to help your band to skip some of those things. So you don't have to do all the recoup stuff. I feel like that's like a big thing to do. Um, and then you recoup back quicker and you can recoup. Cause every time you recoup stuff, there's a percentage. So you have to recoup what they put in plus more every time. It's like a lot more, you know? So they'll, if they do, if they give you, 6k your recoups like 18k it's like ridiculous because they give you this oh. i mean it's different for each band but like of it's course. different on your deal if you have a crappy deal that's what happens and 111 never gave us a crappy deal it was uh when we signed to warner chapel um just doing giving your rights to songs so this that and that was kind of like crazy so but whatever i mean those i'm, I'm proud of those albums and those out al we still play those albums of course it's fun but um for goodnight moon 2 i did everything didn't i would not give that to anybody <laughs> i was like it's out it's mine it's gonna always be mine i'm not selling these rights to anybody or portion of these rights um so well, you just you know you just gotta do what the what the cool thing is now you'll just have to have like you'll have to re-record goodnight moon exactly the same do it yourself but it's ryan's version right yeah the rookie of the orion version we were yep. talking about doing the reimagine of the good night moon and doing and keeping it um just doing it all different i think the juliana theory did that not the whole album but they did a lot of the motion is dead songs right um, i thought it was pretty cool they changed it all up and like they did what they thought was cool now or or please the fans or whatever brett I look up to Brett from Juliana Theory. Like, that's my favorite band probably of all time. Brett's so, great. Um, I feel like I feel like he, like, they got to do some of the way they would want to do it now, which is kind of cool. So it may be cool to maybe do that with some of the Goodnight Moon album. That'd be dope. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll get the new maybe. album out. We'll get the new album out and see how it goes. And then from there, we'll figure it out. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, you know. <laughs> Especially... <laughs> As an independent artist, you do what you want. Yeah, agree. All so, right. Yeah.
Yeah, we got so we got one more question before we go to a quick break. Uh, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting your musical journey, what would it be? Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll, I have a, I have two. Okay. Make sure all your songs are written before you go into the studio and lyrics, because if you're on a time crunch, quick, you, do you have time for a quick story? Yeah. We recorded, we went to the studio to do the Goodnight Moon with Ed Rose in Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas, like outside of Lawrence, Kansas, one of the okay. suburbs of that area. And we went in and we only had eight days to do our album, which was kind of ridiculous anyway. Eight days to do a full length. <laughs> um, I think the Spill Canvas did it in nine days. And they did two more songs than us, but they're pros. So we're on the same level as them. So we're like, oh, they can do it. We can do it. So we got there. We were not prepared. So I think in the, I think we cut it at six days and we had bass and drums done because <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. And then that's how we met Mount, Matt Malpass. We okay. asked for two weeks with Matt Malpass in Atlanta, the finisher album. And then Ed Rose sent all our stuff to Matt. And we had already done all our drums and all our bass and some of the guitar sent it all to Matt and we had two more weeks and then we nailed it and got it all done. And by then I think like maybe a month went by until we got to go record. So we, everything was like done and polished and ready to go. <laughs> so I think we finished so quick. We ended up doing, there's a song on the good night moon life falls fast. Now I think it's like track seven or something we did with that. We did in the studio cause we finished, we had three days left. So we're like, what should we do? And then we did that song. So, yeah. That's um, awesome. Other thing is make sure uh, when you're signing contracts with a label, make sure um, you're signing the right thing and have someone look over it. I mean, we 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 did, and it was it, it wasn't terrible. But I've heard horror stories. I mean, you've heard them too. I'm sure of bands. Oh, so, of course. Uh, just make sure you're not signing your uh, your product away forever. So I I think everybody has heard some of the like. I mean, there's some pretty famous stories in our scene, so. Oh, for, especially from one record label in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just make sure. Make sure you're good. It doesn't take a lot to have someone look over stuff, especially now. I mean, there's people that are literally just, that's what they do. And they're cheap. So, I mean. And it's it's worth it. You have money in your hand. You're super young. Get mom and dad to spend a hundred bucks and get some guy to okay it. So. Yeah, it's it it'll be worth it in the long run for sure. Well, with that great advice, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our next segment. Hey friends, I want to take a second to thank I Don't Care Co for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. I Don't Care Co is an esoteric emo jewelry shop dedicated to creating pieces inspired by bands such as My Chemical Romance, Pierce the Veil, Fall Out Boy, Bring Me the Horizon, and more. Their pieces range from earrings to album charm bracelets and purses that are inspired by lyrics and album cover art. For this Valentine's Day, they have three special pieces inspired by Pierce the Veil, My Chemical Romance, and Blink-182 as well as some special emo valentine's cards that are perfect for that special emo in your life so with that being said make sure to go to what's her name studios.etsy.com and 
Follow them on their Instagram at I don't underscore care co. So you can keep up on new updates, new merch, and, and specials, and all that good stuff. So there's also links on there. So it's easy. It's easy. It's a one-stop shop. Just go follow them. So make sure to check out all those specials and everything that they got going on. And, you know, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Shout out to the Sad Babes Club for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. The Sad Babes Club is a woman-owned and operated shop with pop punk and emo roots located in Fresno, California. So whether you're looking for hoodies, stickers, pins, and other rad homemade items, head on over to sadbabes.com. Right? Once again, that's sadbabes.com. They also have a store locator on their website for where you can find them if you're in California. So you can go see them in person and get stuff. Like, pick it up, hold it, look at it, oh, and smell it. Oh, it's going to be great. So make sure to not only be supporting up-and-coming bands and artists, but supporting small businesses as well. Sad Babes Club is here to remind you to stay rad, stay sad, and remember, it's okay to cry. So once again, go to sadbabes.com today. And we're back. Thanks for sticking around through uh, those awesome sponsors. We can't do this show without them. I mean, we could, but it's super appreciated that they <laughs> help us do this show. So now it's time for everybody's favorite food for thought segment where we just talk about food because, you know, um, I'm always hungry. I'm a hungry guy. Uh, I know that y'all are hungry. So first question. I, this, I was excited because I think this is one of the first times we've actually had somebody from North Carolina. I know we have, but not since we started the Food for Thought segment. So I haven't been able to even get to this. But So North Carolina, obviously one of the three most known for great barbecue. Uh, you know, being a well-traveled minstrel, have you eaten barbecue in the other well-known areas like Texas and Kansas City? And how does it compare? Um, I, I've had like the Austin big barbecue things. Um, I, I'm a vinegar guy. Okay. And that's kind of like semi-popular, mostly like it, isn't that, isn't that like South Carolina vibes, but it's in North Carolina too. I don't know how, I don't know all, where everything is, but um, um, I, I'm a barbecue fan. I'm My favorite thing though is barbecue with, collard greens and yeah. the vinegar bowl and it's just like oof. and we have i have that like i live downtown raleigh and there's a place like five seconds from me i can walk over there and it's like four bucks and it's like a big bowl of collard greens and they take slabs of barbecue just toss it in it and it's just like a bowl it's probably the best thing that's ever happened <laughs> uh, i'm a big foodie um that's my go-to barbecue is that is that style um lately uh difference it's all about the sauces you put on it and the and the yeah. way marinated um everybody has their different thing i it, i don't know the name of it i was trying to remember um in austin the big one that everybody it's always a line outside i went and ate there with mark rose from spitalfield and um it it was good but i 
did it was it tasted way different than Carolina barbecue. It was really like good. It. it was still delicious and like awesome. Their meat was like super soup. I mean, like you could literally take a fork and it just it was like it's very great. Um, yeah, I, that's why I was asking, like wondering because like so I've never had North like Carolina barbecue, but like when you think of barbecues, it's always Carolina, uh, Texas. And, and Kansas City in particular are like the the barbecue meccas and they they're all different right yeah yeah you have that isn't Memphis Tennessee like a barbecue t- oh yeah and yeah Memphis yes yes um I've eaten in Memphis at a place dive bar but it was like known as um what's the old Elvis studio there that everybody talks about um oh. Sun, Sun Records or something I think um, so yeah I watched a documentary and there was a there was a barbecue place that they always went to and it's still there, but now it's a dive bar and they, okay. they play like poison the well in there. It's awesome, but they still do. <laughs> I can't remember the name. I wish I could plug them right now. And it maybe not even be there anymore. Cause this is pre uh, COVID. Yeah. Um, I went there and their barbecue was really awesome. It was awesome. And it, and it was, it was like a bartender and a, and a slab behind them where they did food. And it was awesome. And I don't know the name of the place. But um, I thought that was cool. Theirs was like, theirs had garlic uh, vibes in it. And um, yeah. kind of reminded me of more of at home there. Um, I don't think I've ever had Kansas City barbecue. I know Kansas City is a big barbecue place. Um, From I what s- I understand, it's like sweeter. And I think that's why I like it more. It's got more of like, uh, like the barbecue like sauce is is more sweet right um i'm trying to think of oh my gosh i want to i want to help out that place until that place <laughs> would, uh, um okay keep talking i'll I'll look next to sun records uh it was in a i only i found out about it because of sun records like a documentary talking about elvis recording there and then it's a place that was still open. Um, Arnold's? That doesn't ring a bell, but that could be it. Let's see. I see it. Like, we've got Arnold's, the, the Jerry the King Lawler's Hall of Fame barbecue. Yeah! Isn't that happening this weekend? Isn't it the Royal Rumble? Today, the Royal Rumble right now? today. I, I think I'm going to watch it, man. Like, CM Punk is back, baby. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm dead. Um, there's a place right outside my door across the street called Mecca that has really good barbecue. They're not even known for barbecue, but, I mean, if you can find barbecue in, um, in Raleigh, it all kind of probably comes from the same people doing it. Well, maybe not, but they all do the same recipe or close to it. I think that's I, I'm not really finding much without like going really really deep into yeah, Google. I, I, I don't know. Well, if anybody knows is listening, let us know in the comments. Hit us up. We need we need to know. There you go. <laughs> we'll make we'll make the listeners do all the work for us. What's your what's wait before you ask the next question? What's your favorite fast food? If you are you a fast fooder or no? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, which all right. So if you, I always say, if you had to eat fast food, where would you eat? But where would you go if you if you 
what, what's your top three? Well, top, I mean, that's good. Top, like for Taco Bell, like that's just number one. Okay. It's so easy. It's so easy. But um, I, I feel like if I could say in and out, I would, but I mean, the closest one to me is like Dallas, Texas. You have cookout up there where you are? We cookout? don't have cookout. Dude, there's a cookout. I could throw a baseball out that door and hit a cookout. I've, I've only heard stories and tales. They have barbecue as well. They have a bar- they have like three barbecue plates. Um, I've heard it's awesome. It's good. That's not my top three, but I eat there if I want to get food uh, and everything else is closed. They're open 24 hours, the one here. It's awesome. Yeah, but but my, my number – Uno is definitely Taco Bell. And then I'm a big, I grew up, my dad was a big Wendy's guy. Yeah. You know how their burgers have that certain taste and everybody else? I got it. There, there is something special about Wendy's, but I actually have a story for you quick. <laughs> I can't eat Wendy's, not my Wendy's anyway. We have one Wendy's in the Duluth area and I, I can't eat there um, because the last time I went in there, the manager was standing there. His hand was all like cut up and bloody. He was wrapping up food. And he was telling me this like story of how like, oh, I cut my hand, but you know, I'm okay. Cause I'm no bitch. And uh, he's like, and then started telling me, he's like, you know, but guys, we're dumb. We do, do, I did something like this a couple nights ago when I was super drunk. And I'm like, I, I have to leave and I can't come back here ever again. <laughs> like I will not eat at, at our Wendy's ever again. Wow. I wonder if that guy's still there. He may not be there anymore. And you could have been enjoying Wendy's for weeks now. Oh, I, um, well, so I, I door dash and I see who is there often. <laughs> um, I don't see him, but I do see other people that are also questionable and, I gotta wait. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I'm so I, I put Wendy's in my top three. My other one, I'm still Chick Fil A. I'm a big Chick Fil A guy too. There's so many in Raleigh and uh, where I live, and it's always it's good every time. We do not have a a Chick Fil A here. Um, what? No, we are getting our first Chick Fil A though. <laughs> After you've had Chick Fil A three times, remember this. Give me a text and be like, okay. Well, gotta- we'll it's going to be tough because we're also getting our first Popeyes. And I mean, Popeyes is good too. Pop- Popeyes, Popeyes is pretty fucking good. But Chick fil A, I'm a big soup guy, and, and Chick fil A has really good chicken soup. And you can buy the bowl one, which is like big. It's like a meal. And if, and I don't know, I just enjoy it. I think it's, I think, doesn't Popeyes have chili? Isn't that their I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot. I know Wendy's has chili. I know. I know. Yeah, Wendy's has chili. Wendy's chili is actually dope. I know. I, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but randomly I was wandering around in a grocery store and I saw that you can buy that Wendy's has Wendy's brand chili, like in the grocery store. What? That's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I don't think in Carolina that's not a thing. <laughs> Maybe up in the <laughs> um, That's awesome. I love their chili. Their chili is fantastic. Um, what's your? Uh, sorry, I'm going off your questions. I was gonna say what? What's your go-to style of food? Mexican, Japanese, steaks. I, 
some I, good old American fun time? I I can probably eat Mexican food more than anything. Um, but I I now I think I would have to like rephrase that though because I do. I just like I like me some fucking ground beef. That's like a, my jam, and so like Tex-Mex, you know, like <laughs> like I'm more of a Tex-Mex type of person. Um, I like like like. Uh, are you getting the in the day of the show? Or are you getting in on the second? I I should be be there on the second. Yeah, let me know if you. I'll be there that night. Let me know. Let's go get some uh, ground beef. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I love Mexican food. I'm I'm a huge fan of Mexican food. I actually talked to somebody um, in a, one of our inter- interviews that I still have this in a notepad on my phone somewhere. <laughs> that because I like ground beef so much, I thought about I thought of a a great um, restaurant to where all you, it's all different <laughs> menu items, but it's all me- a ground beef items, you know. <laughs> And it, so, like everything, it's like you can get chili, you can get tacos, you know, whatever. As long as it's made you know, like with ground beef, and we just call it G Beef Me, is the name of the place. G Beef Me. If you do good commercials, you do good commercials with that. I, get, like, I know. You can get Tom Brady to throw like a burrito to. Hey. Yeah. G Beef Me. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, um, the- I will tell you this right now. I will tell you this right now. If you ever go to Buffalo, New York, their ground beef burrito at Mighty Taco okay. is the best thing you'll ever have in your entire life. All right. Your first bite, you're gonna be like, oh my god. Nice. I'm serious. I'm, they have like they have a special sauce. You know how the Wendy sauce has that little bit of like a it's, it's like almost like brown sugar like it has that weird little like sweet taste to it they have that but a, like two more peps up and it's fantastic it is a joy a joy to your brain um i love i love that place we uh we i just played there with fred uh the color of fred and um we went we we all went there and got a burrito and it was still as good as i remember it being <laughs> Oh, so yeah. I'll, I'll have to travel to Buffalo just for that. Just go see um when every time I die comes back as a band and you fly in to go see the reunion. Oh. Well, they're yeah. new, Better Lovers is like my probably my favorite band right now. So, dude, have you listened to Many Eyes yet? Though I like it. I like it. I it's I got good. on the Better Lovers kick, but Many Eyes is dope. They're out on a big tour right now. I think they're opening for Thursday, right? I don't know. I haven't seen, but I I know I really enjoy the tracks that the, that have come out so far. Have you listened to the Better Lover tracks or no? I don't think so. I'll have to check that out. I don't know if I I knew about it. I might have. Um, I think many many eyes plays up by you in like a week and a half. All right, you have to check it out. I mean, probably, week and a half. Next <laughs> I might not even be home yet, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably like right when you're in Texas. I think they're playing um, Station, uh, or no, First Avenue. I think they're playing First Avenue. Okay, I'll check it out. Send that, Send some friends that way, at least. Yeah. Okay, second question for food. You've been on the road touring for many years, so we think 
you're now qualified to answer this question. Uh, which state do you believe has the best road stops? And when you're stopped there, what's your go-to snack to keep you going? Yeah, these are this is deep journalism. It's like changed over the years. So back in the day, up in New England area and like Philly and up, there was always Wawa. So it was always fun because you gas up and get the food. But that's not like really cool anymore because no, Wawa, no. Wawa is like in Florida and like I think in Georgia, Mississippi, and Louisiana now. So it's kind of like and I mean the and uh, the correct answer is sheets, anyways. Sheets <laughs> is good and it's quicker. Um. Sheets is really good. We have sheets here. Um, down south, it, and when you're traveling, like when I'm traveling to Texas next week, uh, Bucky's. Are you kidding me? Have you had one yet? Have I've yet to stop at a Bucky's, but that is my goal to to stop at one on the way. Dude, it's like you know how Chick Fil A is like they try to make it feel like not like a restaurant like a fast food restaurant. They're very polite and everybody's dressed up really nice. Yeah. Um, that's how Bucky's is. And there's a guy like slabbing sirloin in the middle and he'll like cut it right off the, the hide and put it in a sandwich and toss it to you. It's like, you're in a flip. <laughs> but there's not many of those. Like we'll pass two on the way to Texas on the way. And that's just two from literally Atlanta the whole way to Texas. Yeah. There's like two. They're like, there's one outside of Birmingham and one like, Kind of close to Houston, I think I saw on the way. Yeah, they're they're pretty much located just like in and the sur and what's surrounding Texas, I believe. Yeah. Another another cool thing that I always liked was in the Midwest, and it and it's kind of like a wider range. It's all the Midwest. There's only one big stop every like 60, 80 miles, and it's they have like grandma there making breakfast and dinner food and the little side shop and then they have yeah. um you know it's a oh it's a little bit bigger than the normal gas stations and then they have the whole uh trucker area there's only there's only a few of those in the midwest there's probably like six or seven of them like on was it 80 that goes across or 60 whatever um i feel like some of those Back in the day, we're like our goes. Like we had our favorite ones. We would stop at. I remember we bought our first GPS at one of those. We were on tour. <laughs> we only used maps for the longest time. We never would bounce into the GPS because we were like, we can still do maps. And then we're like, yeah, still just pull, pulling out atlases. Making, yeah, rookie at that time was probably making like over a grand a show. We're kind of doing well for ourselves. We still wouldn't buy a GPS for like three hundred bucks. <laughs> Dude, I I loved like. Did know what kids today never understand what it was like using a map or or having a big atlas. Dude, we loved it. We had them all marked off. We knew the exits to stop at where things that wouldn't be like on the signs. Like we, we it was like a diary of like of just touring. Um, I, so I feel like in the Midwest there was a lot of spots like that that were super special. There's one spot from L.A. to Vegas. There's like this weird little area that like a back way you like pass through barstow california and then it's like just nothing land there's this real and i don't know the name of it again there's awesome mexican place there's a there's like two fancy signs there's one right before the exit and then there's one like 10 exits down and they they spent some money and made some cool signs and it's like in the back side of a gas station but they made it like a decent restaurant 
And I've got to hang out with that owner there multiple times, probably like four times in the last year. Every time we pass by there, we always stop there and hang out with them and give them like hoodies and stuff. Um, <laughs> He has a really good thing going on. He played, he, uh, he, uh, his mini is like classic Mexican, like over the, like way too much onions, which I love. And like, I mean, he I likes, do too. yeah, he drenches it the way it should be. And, and all their sauces are like sauces. I don't never heard of, but they're probably been around forever. Um, super, super spicy kind of vibes, but, um, I, we love stopping there and I wish I could tell you the name of the place, but yeah, between LA and Vegas, about halfway through that trip, about four to 10 miles outside of Barstow, right when you hit the nowhere land, there is a Mexican place. And it's on, if you're going to Vegas from LA, it's on your left and you'll see signs for it. But anyway, that place is really awesome. Once, once again, listeners, if you know what the name of the place, yes. shoot it in the comments. <laughs> that's what that's what we got this for. I want to say it starts with a T, but I could be wrong. I don't know. It, it's very possible. <laughs> the our last question is rookie of the year one your favorite place taco bells bands on the run back in 2008 could you tell us a little bit about that so taco bell taco bell did a thing online on their website it was called bands on the run eats taco bell and whoever got the most votes got i think a thousand dollars of taco bell bucks and they came, it was weird. It was like 20s, 10s, 5s, and 1s. And there was these little Taco Bell bucks. I have one somewhere. I saved one dollar. Um, so what we would do every day is, I have two stories about, uh, one about Quiznos as well. We'll talk about the other. <laughs> uh, we, we won that. And uh, I think we beat Mom Jeans out for the winter. And it was right when that band was coming out. And we were pretty good, well-known on MySpace at the time. So we just asked all our MySpace friends to, like, go vote for us. We, like, destroyed it. Uh, we uh, – so we, we didn't know exactly what was going to happen if we were going to get money. We were hoping for money. We were hoping for, like, a 1000 bucks because we were just musicians. But we got it, and it was, like, Taco Bell bucks. But the cool thing was for our per diems each day, we always had, like, a not a lot, like $15 per diem each day for food. Um, we, we would give out our twenties and we would get $5 worth of Taco Bell in return. We would get $15 back in real cash. So we pocket that plus get a meal. So it was like, hey. a double. it was awesome. And we did that for a whole year probably. And then when that fizzled out, we ran out of Taco Bell bucks. I remember after, <laughs> I remember we would have, drum we would have drummers after our original drummer left probably like three or four drummers come and play maybe five we would we would, pay, we would give our drummer taco bell bucks for his per diem to go he's <laughs> like you gotta get a taco bell here's 20 bucks because we were just like trying to make it you know it, yeah um and make money when we got home um he would obviously get his per diem for playing each day but for his per diem we'd give him taco bell bucks um so after those ran out we were big Quiznos fans, huge Quiznos fans. And we would all, back in the day when Quiznos came out, they would have a stamper card. If you got four sandwiches, you would get your fifth sandwich for free. And then one day, I think one of our drummers that we had joined, we were all, we got all our Quiznos and spent our $8 on Quiznos, you know. 
um that leaves you with like six bucks to buy like maybe a beer and a shot at the show later you know just like trying to live back uh, in the day though <laughs> <laughs> yeah not that oh, before in 2000s a decade ago yeah decade <laughs> what like a beer costs like eight bucks now so <laughs> oh i know back back then you could get like any beer for like three bucks and then a shot for three bucks it was great um and if you're in a band you got a discount too so maybe two shots in a beer yeah but anyway, we were in the van we we're leaving and we're all sitting there eating our food and he goes just want to let you know i got the stamper and he took the stamper from quiz <laughs> we thought we like broke the law we we're like oh my god what's good what and um by the end of the week we went to michael's or staples and got a pad ink pad and was <laughs> knows every every day a lot so you know, the thing is though is like was it bad yeah but no one understands how hard it is to be on the road and to be fucking hungry <laughs> oh, we're doing like 280 to 300 we were on the road all year all yeah. year and uh we would try to do yeah but we would always do this we'd always barter <laughs> We would always be like, hey, we're a band on the road. Uh, we have some shirts, like whatever shirts weren't selling well. We're like, we have our, our shirt. We could give CDs out. So we would give a CD and a shirt out and then hopefully get a few sandwiches out of that. We do that We do that at Taco Bell and Chick-fil-A all the time. And most Chick-fil-A, since it's usually like Christian people that run it, they'd be like, we got you. And they'd give us all like mad sandwich, like free food. And we'd give them like two shirts and like uh, – and like a CD or whatever. I don't know. It was cool. We, uh, <laughs> so I was working with, uh, the, the, uh, the company plug your holes out on warp tour. I think in 2011, we did this and it, we did something kind of similar. We, we wanted to go to, uh, SeaWorld. We had an off day and, and we're like, well, let's, let's just try. Cause I mean, once again, we're on the road, we're all fucking poor. You know, we, we got a little bit of money, but, you know, if we can get into something place for free, we're going to try. So, like, a bunch of us went up, and we found, we're, like, looking at the, like, the ticket people, like, who looks like they might know what Warp Tour is? And so we found this, like, kid, and we went up to him, like, hey, you know, we're we're with Warp Tour. We had our laminates with us and shit. We're, like, we're you know we uh have an off day and like oh what band are you in so we just started naming shit you know like we're not gonna tell them we're a vendor they're not gonna let us in (laughs) oh we're in this band this band and at that time for no good reason um while i was out on warp tour everybody used to think would come up to me and used to think i was fucking dan from four years strong and i'm like hey what's up yeah 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 it's assigned a couple things from (laughs) dan there you go uh <laughs> thanks dan for your uh free sandwiches yeah yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah we uh ended up being able to they just let us in to and it was fucking awesome it was a good time it was my only time going to, to I, love, I love how you said that though you'd always I, we would pull up to places where we knew no one in there would know what we're talking about yeah and on to the next one and it'd be like we'll try this place this, that's when we were just trying to get free food in general just like murder <laughs> Yeah, and then anybody that's, that's, kid, and it'd be like in 2007 to 2011, most people knew our band. So we yeah, said, let's let's like let's go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what like, and once again, like for for the people listening and stuff, like yeah, 
being on tour is awesome. Being in a band is fucking awesome. Being in a band on tour is fucking awesome. But you got you got to use some sly tactics from time to time <laughs> because you know you you're not getting paid a ton all the time. And you know, it, once again, you're even saying like your per diem you got for food was fifteen bucks a day. I think when I was doing uh, Jamestown story, like at our best, our peak, I think our per diem was like five bucks a day, and. Yeah. We did you know. 15 bucks a day, and then, but also we would tell everybody if we did 15 bucks a day, there's a chance at the end of the tour you'll get more. Because I mean, if right. we do like five or 30 bucks a day, I mean, that goes, that's a lot for like seven people. I mean, and then, you know, after doing 30 days, that equals another grand that you can give out 250 to everybody or. Right. And you know. I mean, the way we did, like, we all got our bills paid for and stuff, you know, so like that was our job. Yeah. But also, it, even $5 a day for per diem was manageable because it was the early 2000s. There was still a dollar menu that was actually a dollar, you know, and like you, you could do, plus we'd have, you know, groceries that we got and stuff. So you could eat a sandwich, but you could also go to the dollar menu. Is there even a dollar menu? Any Wendy's drop theirs. Taco Bell does. Oh, you're right. They do. Mm -hmm. They have the one, two, and three dollars, and it's all like totally worth it. Totally. They have, they have like what? The, they have a new burrito, a Chipotle burrito, or something like that. That's a two dollar thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then McDonald's. I don't. I hate McDonald's, but they they have the chicken. The chicken sandwich is still a dollar, I think. So I'm. I've been waiting. So one of the things I do like that most places do now, though, is they all have that like that point system where you get the rewards. So like Taco Bell, McDonald's and Burger King and shit, because shit is really expensive. So the fact that you can earn rewards, like you can get a meal for free if you, you know, have enough rewards. And I saw a thing on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know why I saw this on TikTok. There was like best reward systems. They said Chick-fil-A and McDonald's have the best reward system. Yeah. Um, like every three meals, you get a free one at McDonald's with the reward system. Dude, there's so like McDonald's rewards is really good, and they have a lot of fucking deals on their app. It's wild. Um, but I've been holding and saving up my rewards because uh, um, when I leave to, next week to come down to Texas, uh, Burger King, not Burger King, McDonald's just put out. A, a double meat Big Mac with I extra, saw that. That with comes extra sauce. So I'm gonna fucking use my rewards and get one of those. <laughs> is that is it out now? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah, I saw, I saw that on Instagram. I was like, "Are you serious?" It oh. looks just like this big. I, I'm so because everybody's always like, "Yeah, but they got that extra bun in the middle." Yeah. Well, now there's four fucking patties, homie. <laughs> It's gonna be a little. We gotta we gotta find a cool place to eat on on the second that night or even the third after, during the show or whatever. Because I mean that, I think our load in time on that show in San Antonio we have to be there at twelve, but I don't even play till like ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I um. Only goes yeah, on forty five. It's so late. Yeah, I don't even know what time. I know like a bunch of us have an Airbnb we're sharing. Nice. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I don't know exactly where. I think we're pretty close to like the venue. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know much about it, but like one of uh 
the people in my unsigned pop punk crew, Gibby, he's like, he lives down there and he's like, has it all set up. So, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for that show. It's gonna be dope. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited too. Uh, I'm, there's so many people that are performing that we have like grown a relationship with, like, and like been supporting their band and stuff for like the past like year and a half now and like grown to be like friends and stuff. I'm really excited to see them in person and like touch them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, I announced that thing and people that are, don't really talk to you a lot. We're like, oh my God, you're playing with this band? I'm like, I don't know who they are. Just like, check out this song. And I, I've heard a lot of cool, uh, out of that day, I've heard a, like just three bands I went and checked out and like songs and they were all really good. Um, yeah. People from like North Carolina that know that ba the bands because they tour a little bit. So it's like, it was cool to like go hear that. So I have, I have the few bands that I want to go check out as well during that time. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be dope. We'll have, we'll have to go scope some bands. Yeah, definitely. That'd be awesome. All right. Now we're gonna we're gonna end up with our uh rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. You got this. You're just gonna speak from the heart, you're gonna shoot from the hip, whatever the first thing that pops in your head, go okay. for it. Do it. All right. Monster energy or rock star? Um, a rock star. Oh, pop punk or emo? Emo. Taylor Swift or John Mayer? <laughs> I I like them both. It's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. You don't. You you speak it from the heart. If you like them equally, you do. You do you. John Mayer's like second and third album are like so good. Oh yeah, I mean it. I I think John Mayer is really good, like musically. I don't know nothing about him personally. He he's never introduced himself to me. But <laughs> uh, I've seen I've seen him at a show when he was like ten feet from me. A different show. He was just randomly at. Um, but I didn't talk to him or anything. But he seemed like he was having a good time. He seemed like a nice person the way he was interacting with people. So nice. Um, All right. Yeah. All right. Next. Skinny, jeans, skinny pants. Skinny jeans. I still wear skinny jeans all the time. Yeah. Once you once you go back to Dickies, though, you don't go back. I like Dickies though. I, I grew yeah. up. I grew up wearing Dickies. I I guarantee you, you probably will see me wearing Dickies at the show. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's my jam. Uh, Disney Plus or Netflix? Ooh, that's a tough one. I like them both. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say HBO Max and change it up because True Detective, the new season just started. Oh, I am addicted to that. So, do you watch that? Uh, Natalia says, No, What's oh. that? it's the it's a it's a documentary about um it's it's wild it's uh um it's about this uh girl who has i i think it's dwarfism i don't remember 
exactly. But um, she's got like some sort of like um, physical like issues and she was like adopted and like she was from another country and she got over and it, have you ever seen the movie the orf uh break the orphan i think it's where yeah. it's like the, it's this girl that's adopted but then like you find out that she's like not a kid that she's an adult that looks like a kid <laughs> so that movie is kind of like this true story what? and so they it's the it, i'm not gonna go too far into it but it's like you don't they the whole documentary is all about is she a kid or is she an adult and like the whole fucked up like thing that goes through it it is wild you need to check it out it's on max all right i'll watch it i'll probably yeah. watch there's two seasons there's two seasons of just this person shit is crazy you, you'll dig it. All right. It's really creepy to me. It's so it's so creepy, and it's it's fucked up. There's so much stuff. Just what you expect isn't what's going to happen. Woo. Yeah. Uh, stuffed crust or deep dish pizza? Uh, deep dish. Vans or Chuck Taylors? Um, uh, Chucks. The All-American Rejects or The Offspring? All-American Rejects all day. <laughs> but I do love the uh, Offspring song. I'm not a trendy asshole, do what I want. It's off the first record? The last song, I, right? I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't listened to that first record in quite some time, but it is great. I, I think it's the very last song on that. That song is... That song's probably my top 20 songs of all time that I love. But All American Rejects just because I feel like they write really cool songs. And it's more oh, they're great. Yeah, yeah. That's they're great. both great. They're, they're both recording great. I, I heard through a friend that they're recording their new album right now. So Rejects? Yeah, yeah. They'll probably yeah, drop a right. new single. I think, they, I think they said that uh, on the tour, I think they said they're working on something new. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, me but too. That's it. You did it. You finished the podcast. Now it's your chance. Let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you, and what's next for Rookie of the Year. Uh, Instagram, it's Rookie of the Year Official is our Instagram. And then I'm Ryan Rookie if you want to follow me. I try to post funny stuff. It's probably not funny. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com, Rookie of the Year. Twitter or X.com, Rookie of the Year. Um, our website will be announced like in a few weeks. That we'll have, I think it's like rookieoftheyearmusic.com. Okay. Um, that comes out in a week. And then we have, for all the shows coming up this week, we have this, a new EP coming out. Fake Friends EP has five songs on it. Um, we'll have those at all the shows uh, coming up. Um, we're on tour with The Color Fred starting on Tuesday for 10 shows or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then hopefully a new record in June. I'm trying to think of anything else of importance. Um, oh, we're dropping a Valentine's Day song. Ooh. I didn't even talk about that. 
Uh, that comes out on February 12th, I believe. Oh, boy. That's a cool song. Full orchestra on it. It came out really cool. It's not on the album. It's just a song for Valentine's Day. So keep an eye out for that. I'm really proud of that one. Um, what else? Yeah, nothing else. We're on tour next week, so come see us. And then, you know, good, lots of stuff coming out in the works for Rookie. And uh, I'm excited to, to hear the new record. I'm excited to see you next week. Uh, and I hope for even more announcements of good things to come your way. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's get some ground beef next week. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some ground beef. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks so much for hanging out. Now, the rest of y'all listening or watching, you just hang out with me and we're going to hop into the unsigned pop-punk news. And you're going to hear that after this jingle right here. Well, friends, we did it. Welcome to the unsigned pop-punk news. Oh, man, this is the episode before I start my journey down to Texas. And I'm pretty excited about that. It's going to be a good time. Um, so if you're going to be in the San Antonio area or I know Texas is a big place, but if you feel like driving on over, we're going to be oops, jeepers, jeepers. Uh, we're going to be at the uh, Emo Valentine's Day Fest. It's going to be a good time. This is Color Fred, you know, Rookie of the Year, as you just heard. Uh, Social Order featuring members of uh, Metro Station. Uh, a lot of our unsigned pop punk friends like uh, Lola's Leela. Lol, lol, my, my mouth. Lol, lol, it's Leah. Lol. It's Leah. LOL. It's Leah. Um, gosh, that was that was too hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So a bunch of people that we are stoked to see um, are going to be there. Uh, so, yeah, if you're in the area, please come on down and hang out. Um, it's going to be awesome. We'll have a tent so you can come see us and chat with us, chat with me, chat with Gibby. Uh, so yeah, come, come hang out. It's going to be a great time. Um, make sure to check out everything we do. Go to unsignedpoppunk.com. You can find links for th this podcast. You can find links to our YouTube where we have other shows on there as well. Um, you know, our, all of our playlists, our merch, uh, in ways you can help support what we do here at unsigned pop punk. Yeah. Check it out. We've got lots of cool merch. Um, you're ranging from like you know everybody's favorite uh, you know metal designs we've got that we've got our og traditional uh scully shirt and of course our gender equality shirts we've got a whole bunch of, we've got a whole line of gender equality merch um and 15 percent of that of every purchase goes uh, is donated to a charity so please uh, pick up some gender equality merch and, and help us, you know, support uh, the people that we care about. Um, yeah. And the, you know what? That's, that's, that's it. That's the way the news goes. Um, we got like, we got some things coming up down the, down the line. This is, this is Artie. If you heard him, uh, he's a good cat, but uh, we've got things coming up down the line. We will add that to the news maybe next week. So we'll, we'll have to see. Make sure you stick around for after this. You get to hear that uh, exclusive unreleased uh, track by Rookie um, titled Fake Friends. So don't go anywhere. Make sure you check that out. Let us know what you think about it in the comments. Um, 
we're excited about it. It's 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 awesome. It's like my favorite of the new songs that I've heard so far. I personally really like it. Um, so once again, thanks so much for Ryan uh, for hanging out with me today. Thanks so much um, for Matt to Matt for always being my friend. It's okay that you weren't here this this episode. That's okay. I still love you. Uh, thanks so much to Gibby. Super stoked to, to get to see you again, my friend, uh, in a couple days. Thanks so much to Lawrence Crow. Always get your designs made by Lawrence Crow. He makes all of our stuff. He makes he makes unsigned pop punk look as cool as I feel. Um, it, sometimes I he makes me feel cooler, <laughs> uh, and it's all because of Lawrence Crow. And uh, if you need awesome web design, web website work done. Go to Rots from Electric Kiwi. If you go to Unsigned Pop Punk, he did everything. UnsignedPopPunk.com. He made our website. He made that so functional, so sleek. He's worked with super awesome people, um, done websites for lots of other people, including uh, Joy McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. If that doesn't scream at you that you should get your website done by him, I don't know what else will. Okay, so please go check out Ross at Electric Kiwi for uh, if you need some web web design done. Thanks again to all of you for listening this week and every week and uh, supporting what we do here at Onside Pop Punk. If it wasn't for you, you know we won't be able to do this. So thank you so much for all of your support and all your love. And if you're in Texas, I'm stoked to see you. Um, if you're not, just hit me up every, whenever in the comments. Hit me up on Instagram. You know, let's say hi. Let's be friends. Um, if you, uh, I forgot about this. I uh, just signed, set this up. If you use Reddit, we made our own subreddit. So just look up unsigned pop punk. Look up the the new subreddit and uh, and like become a member and chat with us. We're trying to trying to grow that subreddit. Um, it's obviously a place for not only uh, musicians, but, you know, creators and fans, just people, anyone. It's for it's building a community. That's what we do. We try to build a community. So come build that community with us and uh, we'll see. We'll see you on Reddit. See you in Texas and we'll see you next week. Thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode with Rookie of the Year. Now, as promised, here is fake friends started drinking again started hanging out with all my fake friends cause you don't care at all you only ever call when you're alone I forgot all their names, but I pick them over you any day. I know you're not alright. I see you post online. I hope you get some help one day. <laughs> Fake friends are fun. You can 
checking out the show please hit that like subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode and thank you so much to those of you who already are check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube or anywhere else you stream your podcasts if you're in the position to help us grow and like behind the scenes access and exclusive shows head on over to our patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.